I used to be somebody before that freak Ayuz sent his army south and ruined everything. We had a nice racket going on in the land of the Free Lords, or what the rest of the Flanes calls the Bandit Kingdoms. We had a territory we ran, and we hustled and stole what we could from who we could. Sure, we fought amongst ourselves, and I'd just as soon stick my dagger into someone from the Free Lords as anywhere else. But we always banded together when an outside force threatened all of our businesses. But all that changed when Ayuz came a calling. Half of the Free Lords joined forces with Ayuz to sink their skins, and the other half got wiped out or sent packing to the other lands, all down into the rift. I was no hero, and neither were any of my mates. So after the massacre of Steelbone Meadows, we did what any guys in our situation would have done. We hightailed it out of there. The only problem is that everywhere we went, there were old enemies waiting. After finally getting corralled by the Ernst soldiers, I was left to rot in the dungeon, waiting for them to decide what to do with me. The way the guards look at us, I don't think we're gonna like what it is they have in store. Alright, so I think everybody should be good. So anyway, we'll start all over again. <laughs> Everyone remember everything you said. Let's go. Yes, and Pretend action. None of that ever happened. Hey, all I gotta say is I didn't set this up. Right, that's right. We did it. And that's why it fucked up. <laughs> we even got uh, on early. We did. Hey, we got we did what we wanted to do early, sort of, for that. Right. Yeah. So anyway, we're back. So they we're heard, live. Yeah, they maybe heard, you can hear us. They heard everything I said earlier on, so they knew that what was going on is that you know, we're not seeing the normal cast here. There's a bunch right. of different uh you know, uh, names up there under you guys. And so um, basically what I'm going to do is I'll go ahead and, and just clue everybody in. So what's happening in the um, in the Bandit Kingdoms, uh, there's a lot more going on than just our press gang opportunists. And so now this is the first look into some of the other things that are going on that are all interconnected in this big old web of craziness and crazy things. So you will get to know... Um, uh, these guys here. Um, for those of you who are watching, don't think that we are uh, switching characters and you're never going to see three... Uh, um, I was about to say three you, toes. There are still a chance that three toes uh, yeah, there. Yeah. Surprises never stop here yeah. return to the Bandit Kingdom. But, but uh, you are still going to see Silver Wolf. You are still going to see all the... Uh, those are the, uh, the main individuals in the storyline, so don't think that you're that you're not going to see those guys. So, okay. So, uh, what we have but here... What the fuck is happening? We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, two questions for me. Where there'll be fireballs, and will I get to... <laughs> when will I get to play? Uh, fireballs, and Those is, are great questions, Lee. Yeah, man. And you know what, uh, Lee? There's, there's, there's going to be uh, auditions coming in real soon for some stuff, and uh, I'll keep you updated. So, and then we have. Oh man, that's awesome. Then we have a turtle down there. So, uh, I'm going to let everybody introduce who they're playing tonight, and and this is only going to be uh, tonight and possibly next Tuesday. So it'll only be like a, a two episode interlude of these characters here before we go back and see how everybody dies in Kinney. Oops. 
I mean, I feel like I feel like you're you've developed like this structure. It's like all of a sudden in the Quentin Tarantino movie, he, right. he goes and explains what's happening now and yeah. why you're looking at something different now. Just yeah. let it happen. Let it go full, unfold organically. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. And hey, all I gotta say our, is our audience is smart enough to keep up. This is a this is an intelligent yeah. group. That's why they're watching Return to the to Bandit, Bandit Kingdom. Kingdom. That's true. Or to be And uh, <laughs> and Lee Kim uh, wrote down in there. Hey Lee, I'm glad that you're you're out of the uh, the hospital, man. Um, I hope you're feeling better. Uh, and yeah. I, yeah, and and hopefully too, uh, you know that whatever was uh, uh, ailing you, man, is uh, is is gone. So you know, best of wishes, nothing but love for you, brother. You know what I'm saying? You're a man who can rock a beard the proper way. That's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, oh, really? I think that's that's a good thing, Lee. <laughs> that's really good. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead. Yeah, let's go ahead and get started. We're going to um, start with uh, Adam. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody a little bit uh, about who you're playing? Sure. Hey, everybody. I'm Adam, and tonight I am playing Alar Moonbrook, the wizard. Um, so, Lee Kim, if you're looking for fireballs, I'm your huckleberry. Yep. Um, he's a... Um, uh, well, I won't go into too much detail now, but he's like a real, like, straight shooter. Follow. He's 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 a little different than Silverwolf. He's going to follow the rules to a T. Um, but at the same time, like Silverwolf, nothing he loves more than uh, you know hurting bad guys. Excellent, excellent. All right. So, uh, uh, hey, Jerris, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody uh, who and what you're playing and what you're doing? Man? Sure. Uh, I'm going to be playing Yag. Yag is a half-orc, and he is a barbarian, uh, but in personality, he's more like a monk. He's very calm, very zen. Uh, he worships the god Rao, which is all about peace and reason, and if they need to fight, they will, but they typically look for diplomatic uh, solutions. Um, but then if, if he does need to fight, he's a barbarians we'll see how that goes and uh that's young that's pretty awesome actually is what that is all right so next up on the uh the slate will be the uh lovely steve go ahead sir i'm so lovely <laughs> you are particularly uh, lovely uh, today blue is is your color brings out it your is. eyes <laughs> um i would be playing altus Vatan. he is a human uh cleric of Pelor. um he is not much interested in glory or, or wealth or power. He's more interested in trying to help as many people as he can. So that's uh, that's his that's the skinny on him anyway. All right, and last but not least, of course, is always the delightful Michael. Yeah, and I'm playing Gad Gad with axe. Um, he is a uh, turtle man here in Greyhawk, uh, in the area known as Yeomanry, the Yeomanry, and uh, he. Uh, just used to tour with a few various bands and groups and kind of got to like their um, star, their uh, performances and whatnot. So while he still enjoys his weapons and uh, he, like, he, he, he also likes to perform with them, um, one of the things he likes to do is while juggling, he walks right up the side of a wall and then down the other side. So that's a fun little um, 
act that he likes to uh, do to uh, entertain the, the uh, kiddies. So, <laughs> there you go. That's Gat. Or the Raleigh's of the world. Lee, I got to tell you, man, he doesn't know what that is. <laughs> I do, actually. I oh, do, do because, you? Yeah, I got the, um, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, the, the Greyhawk Players Guide. Oh, on, did you? Uh, okay. Yeah, Ooh. and I read through been some studying. of it. Some of it. I read through a little of it. I'm impressed, sir. I'm impressed. Oh. All right, so that all having been said, and that's done, why also there's some uh, little secret nuggets in there with Silverwolf about his human ancestry, which I don't know if Lee Kim has picked up on any of that yet. If not, go back and watch all 23 episodes. Or <laughs> Lee's, <laughs> Lee's actually behind. And I got to say this. I got to say this before we get started and whatnot. I dropped um, a major uh, hint about something that's going on with the entire campaign. And the beauty of it, Lee, is that none of these guys got it. And I was like, if if Lee was on, Lee would know who it was. So you're gonna have to. It wasn't, it wasn't it was in the what, two, that I read. No, it's like two. No, and it's <laughs> it, it's it's only for us uh, uh, big Greyhawk buffs. Um, and Lee, it has far more knowledge than I do. And I was like, I think that was what three episodes ago. That Roughly. sounds right. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Okay, so all right, well, let's go ahead and get started uh, with uh, this episode. Um, of the um, Return to the Bandit Kingdoms. And I don't know if you guys have noticed the the theme here, but everybody is pretty much the anti or uh, the opposite of our bandits. These are straight shooters and good guys, man. What the hell? Hopefully yeah. they're entertaining. <laughs> okay, so we pick up in uh, Radagast City, um, the capital of the county of Ernst, um, Radagast uh, uh, was fortunate enough to escape all of the, um, the, the, the troubles and tribulations, as was the Duchy of Ernst uh, during the Greyhawk Wars. Um, and so it's, uh, in the, we, we start off in the morning in Radagast City. Um, it's a crisp, um, again, uh, early autumn starting to transition a little bit. Um, and it's a cold morning. Um, the uh, ships are just getting ready to go out onto their native, uh, out of the port. And we uh, see these four characters are standing in uh, essentially one of the, uh, the the town squares, not the like main town square, but like a, a, a park square with a fountain in the middle. Uh, and they've all been, um, had received messages to meet um Inspector Schult here. Now, none of you guys. Sounds like a Nazi. Aren't we supposed to get <laughs> Well, wait. Yeah, I don't know. It's I like know nothing. Right? Some of those are very kind people. <laughs> yes. Exactly. See, now you're going to make me want to play this dude with a German accent. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you guys had all received messages to meet Schult uh, down at this uh, particular fountain in this particular uh, uh, park. And um, you guys um, all happen to uh, gravitate down there and you're, you have all just met in the park 
yourselves. There's a couple of people here, but it's still relatively early. It's still got the crispness of the morning air. Um, the sun is, you know, rising, and uh, uh, you know, Radagast City itself is is starting to hum and come to life. And um, there you go. You guys are all there next to the to the uh, the fountain. You guys just kind of like showed up. You guys haven't seen each other since the last time you guys were out working a job covertly for the county. So this is like you haven't seen each other. I would say in like you know three weeks, easy. So oh, okay, yeah. So so uh, in that case, when Yogg sees each of them. Uh, he would, uh, no words exchanged, but he would get this very big smile and uh, <laughs> greet each of them with a, a very warm embrace. Oh, I like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and it is nice to see you all again. You can't believe where I was. I was sailing across this, uh, this uh, lake, just going out for a little fishing, and all of a sudden a big shark attacked. And I had to lay in the bottom of the lake while the shark was battering away and battering away at my boat. But luckily, with me laying at the bottom of the boat, it, it couldn't tip it over. And finally, a big um, swan came flying over and grabbed the shark up out of the water and flew it away. So I was good to go. <laughs> That's swan. That's very Dad, I'm, wow. I'm pretty sure we've heard this story before, and we didn't believe it then, but it is good to see you, chat. <laughs> Of all the birds it could have been. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. And see, uh, Ernst County, Ernst culture is very Saxon in nature, according to Lee King. So as you guys are catching up uh, and, and and giving each other some good ribbing and whatnot, um, you hear a. Yes, it is very good that you are able to escape the shark. <laughs> Uh, and you turn around at the the uh, the sound of the voice, and the person that you see there is now you've never met Inspector Schultz before, but you've heard of her. And um, I know a Nazi when I see one. Well, you know, <laughs> um, she is a um, short. Oh, it's a she. Yeah, it's a it's a girl. Uh, she is short. She's probably like five foot two. Um, She's taller than I am. Average build. Uh, uh, short, red, like almost rust color hair. Um, cut almost, not militaristic, but um, she kind of has a, a, a little bit of a unisex look to her. Because she has a uniform on with a, with a gray... I'm going to go total Nazi on you here, dude. She's got a gray uniform <laughs> with a gray coat. Um, you know... Um, a, a wide leather, uh, black leather belt, uh, leather boots, and uh, she has a very crisp and um, uh, demeanor about herself and how she stands and presents herself and what have you. I'm very good to see, uh, happy to see that you all got uh, my uh, invitations to uh, meet me here. Uh, I hope everyone is doing fine this, this fine morning. It's another lovely day. Thank you, Inspector. Yes, very much so. We have heard of her um, from reputation. Yes, you've heard of her from her reputation. Essentially, she is not the head of the uh, of the watch or the guard of Radagast City, but she is essentially like the the go-to girl when it comes to stuff. Um, 
basically criminals shaking their boots when they say Schultz on the case, you know, that sort of thing. And um, so you have heard of her through that reputation. Like I said, though, um, you guys have never met her before, okay? So um, I'm sure you're all very wondering what, uh, why I've brought you here, and it's not one of your regular handlers. And that's something else. Um, what you guys do, and for all those listening and all those watching, um, these gentlemen have all been part of the counties, or I should say the two kingdoms of Ernst, but more so the county than the duchy, uh, because um, uh, Bill, uh, Countess Belisica has kind of got a little bit more balls than uh, what's the crawl, I think, does the, uh, uh, the duke. Um, they've put together different squads, and they've been sending them out to do um, jobs and to help fight the good fight but it's all on the down low because of the peace after the Greyhawk Wars. Um, so these gentlemen uh, actually helped to take part in the um, uh, freeing, uh, liberating of Critwall. They did it under the guise of mercenaries, which technically they are, if you want to think about it. They were just being paid by the county to do it. Um, and they've done uh, some things, a few things in the uh, southern lands of uh, the Bandit Kingdoms in and around uh, Zeech's uh, area uh, around the Near Div, and then uh, have fought several engagements in the count in, in, in the Kingdom of Ten as well. Um, so uh, now, uh, well, when they would do these things, they would be there would be somebody, an unofficial member of the county, that would give them their information and send them on their missions and what have you. Um, so that's normally who they would work with. They'd work through middlemen. Um, this is the first time where they're actually doing something that has um, some sort of uh, actual connection to the the county's government itself. So, um, <clears throat> so there you go. That's a little bit of the the backstory of, of these gentlemen here. Well, uh, uh, I'm sure you're all very interested to find out uh, why you're here and what we are doing. Um, there's been some very uh, perplexing things that have been going on as of recently that we have come to our, uh, our, uh, our awareness, and uh, we would like to send you gentlemen to take a closer look into what it is. Now, if you would please, gentlemen, follow me. I have something of the utmost importance to show you. And she, like, turns and starts walking. And she's one of those quick walkers. Like, even... <laughs> Even like I would assume that Yag has got a, a a good gait on him for he's he's a tall guy got long legs why not oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. he's probably six four like he's like a stocky six four right that's any <laughs> and and he has to quicken his pace a little to to, to to stay up with with Schultz which means well not to be outdone but Gad <laughs> runs up to the wall runs halfway up the wall turns and then starts jogging along on. On the wall, <laughs> right behind her, and and Schultz yeah. pays no attention to this. She just she cups her hands behind <laughs> her back, you know, and just keeps walking. Alar, uh, is that how you pronounce it? Is it Alar? Yeah, Alar is. Uh, yeah, I just yeah I follow, um, and I'm just so you know I'm dressed in all like just bright white, and I don't but I don't have any robes or anything. I'm wearing like a it's almost like a suit but without a jacket, you know, boots. 
pants, like crisp, you know, not a wrinkle to them, um, white shirt and a, a white vest with a white cape. And through the, 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 the workings of prestidigitation, it always stays that way. <laughs> right, it always, it always stays looking good. In contrast, good. Dad only wears a pair of slippers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, because he is a turtle, you know what I mean? So, yes. Um, <laughs> Get away with it. And, 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 so, um, uh -huh. so Yag, is, uh, he wears a very plain, uh, kind of worn tunic. That is a, a grayish blue uh, with white and gold trim, which is the, the colors of uh, Rao, his god. And he has uh, the symbol, which is just a white heart. So he's just wearing this tunic with a white heart on it. And uh, he carries what, at passing glance, you would think it is a walking stick. Uh, but you look closer at it and you realize that the, the handle starts out about quarter staff, you know, and it goes down and it widens to something a little wider than a. Uh, uh, wine bottle and it has these black studs uh, they kind of look like stone but there are these little spikes coming off of it and then there's this green moss that kind of swirls around it so it, it looks passable like a walking stick and he's so big that it kind of seems fitting for him but it's, it's just this giant great club that he kind of uses <laughs> as a walking stick as he and, walks along uh, your god actually was very key in ending the Greyhawk Wars, because the Crook Rao, which is an, uh, 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 an artifact, was responsible for the banishing of the uh, the demons that Ayus was using to give him the upper hand. It's a pretty cool staff. Like, the yeah. little bit I read about before this is, like, it's the, so it can just make anybody very calm and serene, and apparently even uh, Nehrul is not immune to it. So. Oh, 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 did you hear that, Oh, wait. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Dad doesn't care. Just. Yeah. <laughs> Altus is pretty nondescript. He's got leather armor, studded leather armor on, but it's underneath sort of a, a sky blue cloak, and he's got cool. uh, yellow sun on his shield, uh, and more gold, golden yellow sun on his shield, and uh, a couple of smaller sun iconographies uh, scattered around his uh, cloak and armor. But other than that, he's doesn't stick out as much as the others do. <laughs> right, right. Or as much as the turtle. And for anybody who's watching this who's a stickler for Greyhawk, yes, I'm interjecting turtles into the game. So there you go. <laughs> Not just turtles. War turtles. War turtles. That's right. <laughs> okay, so um, Shalt is just making a beeline. She's walking. She's pretty much stopped talking to you guys, too, as she's just leading the way. And... Um, you guys walk. You leave out of the uh, out of the park. Um, you leave from the park and you uh, go a little bit just down the street. And there is a, a nice big carriage uh, drawn by four horses. Um, it, it, you at first maybe would think it was like uh, a carriage for royalty, but it is. Um, you can tell it doesn't have a lot of the bells or whistles to it, and it does have the symbol on the side of the. Um, the watch of uh, Radagast City. Um, she goes over to the carriage, opens up the door, and then gestures for you gentlemen to to enter into the uh, to the carriage. <laughs> I'll go in. For us, really, this is very nice. Thank you. <laughs> yes, very much so. Uh, we are uh, going to be going to a, a location in the... Uh, so. Um, 
as she's talking, she, you guys get in, sit down. It's a really big carriage. Um, it does have a section in the back for uh, that is barred, where they could put like, like it put two or three cramped prisoners inside this cell. But then the rest of it, it's kind of like got a, you know, padded benches around the outside. So it's sort of like I don't know, uh, like they could have SWAT or a bunch of different, you know, whatever the hell the equivalency of it is. It's a multi-purpose cabin. Exactly, and then there is a built-in table into the. Um, into the center of this place. So as you guys go in, um, then she climbs up, closes the door, and goes and sits down as the carriage starts starts moving. We are going to be going over into the industrial heart of Radagast City. Um, we are going to be uh, meeting in a little bit uh, 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 Administrator uh, Talden, but more importantly, I've been informed that none other than Warner's Starcoat shall be there as well, because the things that are starting to happen have drawn the attention of not only the Countess and the Duke, but it's also drawn the attention of the Circle of Eight. Now, you guys know who Warnus Starko is. He's one of the Circle of Eight. Now, do you guys know who the Circle of Eight are, or should I? I should go into that anyway. I should say who it is for anybody who's listening who doesn't know. Because, I mean, okay. we know. We know, we but... We want to make sure the audience also... <laughs> I and this Google yes. circle of eight. <laughs> <laughs> I got so much corn. Why is everything? <laughs> That's what you got. Siri, tell me about the circle of eight. <laughs> so, okay. So, uh, you guys uh, all know who Marty Kanan is. Okay. It's the guy that they've ripped off from Greyhawk and turned it over. And, well, I should say ripped off. It's all TS. I mean, well, it's not TSR anymore. It's all Wizards of the Coast. They wizards of the Coast, if you'd like to be a sponsor. We <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You know, all of the wizards, they have the ability magically to travel between the worlds. So if you have a high enough, you know, powerful enough wizard traveling between Greyhawk and, you know, yeah. everywhere else, it's, yeah. it's not a real hard thing to do. Exactly. That or if you're a lich. I went in was in Dragonlance. <laughs> <laughs> right? There you go. There you go. So um, the Circle of Eight are a... They're their own organization. Um, they're, uh, they've had members come and go. I'm not going to go into the... Um, the long lineage of the different members of the uh, of the circle, um, but for the longest time they have been led oh, by. Nice. There you go, uh, Mordecai actually, and they uphold his idea of um, neutrality and essentially the balance in things, and so they get involved on things that are on larger scales. Okay, right. now, Warner's Starcoat. Um, is from <laughs> crunch, crunch. Is from then crunch. <laughs> you guys hit a couple of potholes along the way. <laughs> the, the carriage kind of moved a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I intentionally opened and got the the ice out so I didn't do the dispenser noise. But apparently, I just can't win. No, that's all right, man. <laughs> I can't deal Dude, with. Dude, we are. We are entertaining enough to be able to to, to, to incorporate yeah, all this stuff. I mean, the good stuff. thing is, is that we're not live with people watching. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, the like I said, the the Circle Eight they do their thing. Now, Warner's Starcoat is part of the Circle of Eight, but he is from uh, he's from the Duchy of Ernst. Okay, and he actually does a lot of work. He's got some sort of official title. 
Um, it's like Grand Marshal of uh, Magical Events or some kind of... Uh, oh, wait, wait. Chief Magical Counselor for Duke Carl. Carl's his name. You got two L's in there, though. This way it makes it fantasy. And uh, the count and the countess. Um, so he is a very well-known figure in these areas, and that's the fella that um, Salt is making reference to. Uh, you also do know who the administrator uh, Talvin is. It's uh, it's it's he's a bureaucrat. He's a bureaucrat, and essentially um, does a, a number of different types of jobs. He's like the high-end gopher, if that makes any sense, uh, for the government. So, and he works directly for the Countess. Okay? Um, so, uh, so, the Circle of Eight, or at least Warren's star code, has is, uh, is, is drawn an interest in what has been uncovered. And um, I wanted to give you gentlemen a chance to take a look at things a little bit before uh, uh, the star court uh, shows up so that if you have any questions because I don't think he's going to be around very for very long and you know maybe he could answer some questions for you if anything came up so please uh, have a drink or something as we uh, make the ride and in that, on that table there it's kind of got like a sunken center where they got like some uh, bottles of water and, and some beer no no hard alcohol but these characters don't need it <laughs> no. Alard doesn't drink what <laughs> Yeah. Man, talk about a complete 360. Or no, yeah. that would be 180. My bad. So anyway. Yeah, it's, yeah. You see drinking all the time. Too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm right back to where I started. But he's so much in that rotation that he's, he's completely different now. There you go. <laughs> so um, the carriage ride lasts for about a, a good 30 minutes, so a little bit or more um, from where you're at. Uh, you make a good time. Radagast City is a big city. Uh, but it's still early enough in the morning that there's not as much of the traffic that normally would be out um, that would clog up the streets. You do notice, if you know, watching as you go by outside the windows, um, the city does, and from your stay that you guys have been here, because this is probably the the biggest respite uh, that you guys have had um, from doing your little things for the county, and you've noticed that the even here in Radagast City, there is a lot of, there's no other way to call them, they're refugees. Um, but um, down towards the docks and some of the other poorer districts, you do see people there. But you see a lot of people that are of people of means that came from different lands and were displaced that have come to the relative safety in, uh, the, in the county of Ernst itself. Um, and as you guys make it down into the uh, to the dock districts, uh, eventually the uh, carriage pulls up into a very nondescript looking um, uh, like warehouse. Uh, the front of it has like an attached, almost like house looking, and then uh, it's like built into and connected to a much larger building that's behind it that is in like a warehouse and. So as it pulls up, then uh, Schultz, uh, Inspector Schultz opens the door, steps down, uh, waits for you gentlemen to get out, and then goes over to this house, then goes around to the back of it, and there's a little sunken stairwell that goes to one, one door. Now, the, 
everything above ground here is very, is just typical business. But what we found down in here, and the people that we found connected to it, very different, very different indeed. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and we're going to, I'm going to change. That's right! <laughs> okay. We killed the inspector. <laughs> <laughs> we survived the inspector, if we're lucky. Okay. So, let me. Oh, am I on the right? Hmm, that looks familiar. Hmm. <laughs> now. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> why can't I? Oh, I know why. I'm such a moron. Sometimes. Oh, if only we knew what you were talking about. <laughs> I put uh, I put a couple well, of... We're these... in complete agreement, though. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody needs to hear that. <laughs> okay. Um, so go ahead and you guys can... Uh, first, let me go ahead and change the uh, view here so that everybody at home can see. Now, uh, for all of you who are on the... Oh, great. So that's not showing. Did you want us to drag our tokens in? Oh, that's why. I see. I, I went out to the... Yeah, go ahead and uh, drag your tokens in. I went to the wrong. Uh, where is it? There it is. That's the one. Right there. There we go. That's a little bit better. Okay. Well, there's a big old black thing right in the middle. What's that? I have to get rid of that. It's probably one of the uh, notification boxes or something. Am I bringing out like a million of my guys? Why can't there it I? Is. Oh, I know what that is. There you are. I can uh, just move this. He's a creepy looking motherfucker. Move that to the side. There we go. Okay. Uh, and yeah, we're going to have to shrink those guys down a bit. So. Um, we're probably on the wrong side. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is the where you guys come in. There and... appears to be a very tiny pentagram in the center of this tiny room. I have no idea how to shrink my token. Sorry, you can see it. Will has to do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got it. Gotcha. Okay, so there you guys are. You so <clears throat> these these stairs go down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're dressed for winter, by the way, there. Um, I'll just. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the stairs go down to these doors, and uh, let me go ahead and I will uh, find a. This will be Inspector Schultz for right now. She's the right size. Okay, so she uh, goes down, takes out uh, an iron key, and this door, it's a double door, it's got handles that um, are out, and it's got a, a chain around it and um, a, a, a padlock onto the chain. She takes out this iron key, taps the... Uh, lock with it three times and when she does that it's almost like the glitter of like sort of like fairy dust or whatnot kind of like poofs up off of it and then she unlocks puts the key into the lock unlocks it draws the chain from off around the the handles and opens the door so that you guys can come inside and you're immediately greeted 
by this subterranean uh, room, there is a pentacle sort of thing on the floor. There is a uh, little, um, <clears throat> what do you call those stands where you put the book on it? Um, not a dais. pulpit. No, not a dais. It's uh, like a podium. That's Lectern. Oh, there you go. Okay. And then um, there are just all these, they're not really candles. They're like little clay pots with a clay lid to it. And like a wick pops up the top and that wick is burning. So after you guys come inside, she goes ahead and she closes the door behind you. Do any of these candles or the the pentag not quite pentagram scepter scepterogram? Does any of that mean anything to me? <laughs> Are they what now? Do the do I, does any of this mean anything to me? Like uh, I don't yeah. I would leaning towards like religion wise, like make a religion wise just... no. But okay. um, if LR. I'm going to have a hard time with that until I get it down. If Alar wants about, to... about, uh, like, arcana-wise? That's what, arcana Go ahead. It looks check. like something the Slow River yes. tribe may have created once upon a time. 26. Yes. Uh, matter of fact... I actually created this. I... <laughs> <laughs> you did, I stole this from one of my old sketch pads. <laughs> <laughs> make sure that... Okay, so everything is good to go. We're... I was just checking the visual, make sure that uh, we're all up good there. Um, yeah, you know what the hell this is. Uh, this circle here uh, has to do with, and you've read about this only in passing out of interest. You, you didn't read anything else. Uh, you weren't trying to learn the process of doing it or the spells. But this is for the binding and the extraction of souls. You can tell by the markings that are in drawn into the circle itself. Now, of course, the circle does not look exactly like we have here on the map, but you, you definitely can see that this was what the purple purpose of this circle was. And to, uh, Schultz comes in. Walks over next to the left turn and turns around and allows you guys just to soak it all in for a moment. I want to get a just a little bit of a closer inspection without actually touching anything. Um, see if I could see what it was made from. Um, mm -hmm. Now, Schultz herself, she walked <laughs> right across it. What is the wall and ceiling made of? Like that door goes all the way up to the ceiling. What is it? Um, the walls themselves are made of stone. This is all, it is a, it's a stone floor. Uh, most of it is, you know, um, from slates where they would cut out like a, like a big, uh, uh heavy slab of stone and it's okay. all pieced together. The walls are all brick and stone. So like the outer walls are all made from stone and then the wall, the interior walls are all brick. All right. Well, I do say this looks like something that, that the slow turtle, slow river people would have made. And I walk straight up the wall and completely circumnavigate it. <laughs> as I work to follow her. When did you when did you discover this this place? 
Well, that leads me into uh, giving you, gentlemen, a little bit of uh, more information now that we're here and uh, away from any prying eyes. This uh, room itself has been uh, uh, screened and warded with magics now to help uh, ensure that uh, nothing else or anyone else is able to um, pry. Uh, this room was found after we arrested an individual by the name of Tobot Gurner. <laughs> it seems that um, we had gained a little bit of... Uh, he'd gotten, I guess, sloppy? I'm not sure. But this fool was actually having his henchmen and dressing them up in the the the, uh, the uniforms of the watch to go out and collect people uh, in in uh, what do they call it when uh, I guess Shanghai right when they yeah. get their guys to put uh, it was collecting people into uh, 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 press games uh, uh, Shanghaiing them in and then uh, from everything else that we can tell and from the the few people that we were able to question that uh, we were able to recover, they're stealing their souls and then sending them out to do errands for them. How terrible. That's horrendous. Exactly. What, what kind of Absolutely. errands exactly are they sending these poor folk to? That we don't know. Unfortunately, now, the you have, is Is this Tobolt Gurner still alive? Yes, and you will get an opportunity to meet him. He is in another cell in another part of the city. Um, but I wanted to show you this first, because we've only been able to acquire uh, one man of importance of any knowledge, and that's Gurner himself. The others that we were able to, I would say, free more than liberate was a handful of souls of wealth a handful of individuals that had lost their souls, and they know nothing of what's going on. The other people that he's used and pressed into the uh, 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 into his service and dressed up into these uniforms, uh, masquerading as working for the county, they are nothing more than common thugs. They had no idea of what's going on. We don't know who was using this facility here, this basement, or what they were doing. Why we don't even know what these things are, and she's like referencing out to all these little like clay jars with the with the wicks coming up. Well, I, them. I um, can I roll to something to see if I can tell what they are? Well, all right. Okay. Well, as he's as he's trying to extinguish them, can I try to figure out what they are? Sure, you can go over oh, and start no, looking at them. She asked if she's tried to extinguish oh, them. It's uh, weird that like we don't know what they are, so we just left them burning for days. Yeah. So it's well uh, until they are all. Highly magical. What Very would I roll so. for that? Again, it would be an arcana. It'd be or an arcana, arcana again. Yeah, and you're going to actually have advantage on this because you got an idea of what this is. Yeah. Okay. Give me the second um, one. Oh, well, you got 17. a 17. 17's good enough because the simple fact that you busted so high in figuring and discerning what was going on with that, with the glyph that was on the floor. And there is yeah. there is a book on there. It's just not a lecture. Is this their, yeah, is so, this their souls? That is the general uh, theory at the moment. We have not... We have been afraid to open them yet. That's why... Uh, that's why Master Warn is, is coming to take a look at things. Uh, we figured if, if anyone could help us discern what these things were, um, 
you know, someone from the Circle of the Eights would probably be able to tell. Indeed. I, I know a bit about uh, magic. Please! And she, like, gestures towards the, uh, to the lectern I, and the big Do I know if this, this, um, uh, circle on the ground, if it's deactivated with my 26 roll like earlier? You, yeah, and you pretty much figured that out when you watched, uh, Schultz walk right across it. Right. Because she, the, so. yeah, she just walked across and went to stand next to the book. Yeah. Like, so I'm going to walk over and look at the book, too. I don't know if that's what, uh, Gad over here also would like to do. Yes. Yeah. Please, I mean... Either of you, if you uh, could maybe glean some information from this. Yeah. Do we want to, uh, can we roll with advantage if we're working together and uh, oh, talking yes. Yes. what we're seeing? Yes. I yes. got a plus seven. What do you got, Michael, on Arcana? That's a plus two. All right, well, let's. Thanks to, you know, jack of all trades. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh not good. That's Even one. together, we got an 11. No, no you, you, you have advantage. Oh, you, that's multi rolls? Oh, yeah. yeah, you don't know. Uh, it's, like I said... Well, you, I get one. If I have advantage, I guess, yeah. You, yeah. Well, we're, we're debating. We yeah. have an idea, <laughs> a theory. We're probably wrong. Essentially, <laughs> essentially like I said, you, you, what you had read about them was more or less curiosity and, like, oh, right. how vulgar somebody would do something like this. Um, you didn't actually read or try to find out how to do such a thing because right. you, you know, it's ghastly. Why would, why yeah. would you, you know? So, um, I'm, uh, I'm kind of looking at each of these little clay jars to see if they all are identical looking or if there's any sort of, uh, discerning marks between them at all. There is. And as you look at them closer, um, it's almost as if, you know how like if, if if clay when you're molding it and you're getting ready uh, like as you're making a clay pot or whatnot, you could put an indentation to it, then it would dry and you would have like a little mark on there, whatever it would be. Each one of these has a mark on it of some sort, and it's sort of like um, Sumerian writing. It's like lines. It's and, form. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's some it's some sort of form like that, and each. Each one of them, it's written on the lid itself. Interesting. Cool. Okay. I'll point that out to inspector or ask the inspector if they've noticed any pattern with the writing on the top of the jars. We've had uh, a, a couple of individuals and there. What do you call a guy who's uh, you know cryptographer? Math? There you go. We've had the cryptographer in here to study it. Uh, as of yet, it, it's in a language. The only thing he could tell us is that it's extremely ancient, and he thinks it might be a early form of the. Um, oh God, I'm drawing a blank all of a sudden. Um, Lee, are you still on? I know Lee now. <laughs> uh, it's not the Sewell, the Flan. Gosh, God, you, you, when you get old, man, that's the first thing to go with your mind. Um, it's an early. Flavish language, it's but like, it doesn't it doesn't resemble anything of the uh, uh, the Flemish language as we know it. Uh, in, in the Flan themselves, they did not have a, a really a written language until the other races came to the Flanes. So it's very troubling, very uh, odd. It's poor, poor people. Yes. <sighs> what sort what of innocent farm workers and? Burgermasters have been taken in this ploy. 
I do not know. Probably some really nice, super cool people. <laughs> yeah, you sh- yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I should write some songs about them. <laughs> I write the songs and make the whole world sing. Okay, so <clears throat> did 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 any of you guys have any other have any questions or anything for the in- investigator? I would ask her what tipped what what tipped you off, uh, Inspector. Yeah. How did you well, learn about? We learned about it from the the hooligans that were being hired. Oh, you you interrogated them. I see. Well, they were, some of them were, well, you get what you pay for, and they were braggadocious, and the word had leaked out that they were um, taking some of the poor refugees that were coming into our city, and uh, they were getting paid per head for delivering them to this Torbold Gurner. Castly. So we investigated, we found out. Where were the refugees coming from? Well, the refugees that are in, in the county of Ernst are basically from uh, all kinds of different places in uh, the Flemish. So you've got people from the Bandit Kingdom, people from Ten, uh, people from, there's a ton that came in from uh, uh, the Shieldlands. You know, they left there and went to, to Firangi, came down to the to the county or to the Duchy of Ernst. Um, just a lot of different people that were displaced you know, in the different countries that were just, you know, destroyed. And it's particularly around here from those areas. So. Has anyone tried to move the book? No, it's we've left it here for now. They're just trying to make sure that it stays. We didn't really want to disrupt too much. It, it's been read and people have uh, flipped through it. But uh, that is it for really for now. Nothing more. Um, we figured it is probably best to keep it here until then. Until Where does the far door lead? Uh, that actually leads into a, a, a stairwell that goes up into the uh, to the warehouse area. And as she and says we that, who owns the warehouse? Uh-huh. Do we know who owns the warehouse? Yes, this or this warehouse is owned by Tobold Gunner. Still. You didn't, like, confiscate it or anything? Well, correct. <laughs> it is now the uh, property of the county. <laughs> In that case, it is now our new headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> then as she says that, everybody roll um, perception for me. Oh, Altus notices. So does Gad. Okay. And for the hell of it, I, I'll say all of you notice. It's just uh, Yog just notices last is all. Um, right here, that little pot right there, the candle on it, wavers and goes out. And then a little uh, right there. And I, a, a no little... Idea, but you, didn't, you didn't see the... Uh, I'll do the picture. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, um, yeah. And a, a little, as it goes out, a, 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 a swirling uh, trail of purple smoke comes up from it and twirls around and then starts to evaporate it. Oh my, that is extremely interesting. We haven't seen any of these go out yet. That poor I, person. I wonder what that uh, means. 
I bet it means they've passed on. I oh, bet yeah. it was Valiant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This point, turns back, and he's like, ever since she said the thing about the souls, he's kind of he turned and he's been surveying them, and he looks very solemn. And, and another, actually... and another one goes out. Oh no! Not over here, and then another one goes out over here, and as it goes out, that purple smoke goes up, and as you see. Um, that purple smoke starts forming into something. Yeah. Oh shit, Charles! Now would be a time to roll for initiative. Oh snap! <laughs> oh, just let me uh, let me go ahead and change some stuff here very quick. Go back to the right layer. Okay. That's a really good. That's I rolled an eighteen. Yeah, that's oh, twenty-two. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, it, it probably would help if I would bring up the initiative. Let me clear that, and then you guys can just write it in. Because um, the people that we have up there right now aren't here. They're in some place called Kitten. Oh, that was almost a net twenty. <laughs> I know, and it slowly rolled away. Well, I'll take the nineteen. Okay, let me go ahead and open my book to where I need to be. Man, I got that. I got. I write the song stuck in my head. Don't ask me. <laughs> I write the songs that make the whole world sing. Yeah, I was too busy inspecting this pot to be ready for action here. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and let's roll for. Ooh, they they get a good. Uh, let's see what we got here. Okay. Now they do look white, but they're not white. They're actually purplish in their color. Um, sort of a mauve. <laughs> okay. So they're not trying to steal my look, is what you're saying? No. <laughs> no, not yet. And as they start to take form, um, you notice that they have, um, on, on the screen here, they, they look like ooh, spooky ghosts. They don't have that appearance. They have the appearance of people, okay? And um, one of them, in particular, looks sort of like a um, an assassin that worships Neural. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, take that for what you might think it is. Um so, uh, oh, and I gotta put the uh, let's put the good inspector in there too. She needs to be able to do something. Oh, nice. So I have a question for the DM. Yes, and I have an answer for you. I would believe that these are the souls. So I've watched the purple smoke come out, and it takes an entity, and I believe the candles hold the souls. So now I believe that this is just a poor, twisted soul of some poor being. Um, 
like so I, I am proficient I'm familiar with religion would I have any sort of inclination as to whether harming these souls would be setting them free and giving them peace or uh, a negative uh, you know like this yeah. much you yeah. would know and that is um, according to what uh, inspector uh, Schultz has told you that these people um, had their souls taken from them Right. They, they they actually have a like half dozen of these soulless people in custody currently. So if their souls were taken out and they were still alive, but then if these are their souls are in these these clay little pots, you're not sure if you destroyed it if it would go back to them or if it would just release them. Something just happened to three of them. And from what well, you're that's, seeing, I'm not talking about yeah. the pots. I'm talking about the the spooky things. So not like the the purple. Oh, things you're. Up. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, you don't know. Okay. You don't know. Um, let's put it this way: they're 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 rising up real spooky like and looking hungrily at you, alive people, as opposed to <laughs> whisking off to uh, a waiting vessel that it was stolen from. So. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know okay. what I mean? It's, it's kind of yep. hard to tell. Uh, yeah. So uh, the inspector goes first, and she goes, uh, this is very unfortunate. <laughs> she backs up, and as she backs up, she pulls a wand out, and she seems to be, like, waiting and biding her time to see what's going to happen. She doesn't automatically attack, but she's waiting. Altus, it is your turn. She moved away from me. All right, cool. Um, when she moved away, did the ghostly figure try to do anything to her? No, because it's kind of still forming. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna run up behind and be uh, pardon the intrusion, um, Inspector, and then I'm going to just lightly touch like her something, whatever, like our shoulder, whatever's like the most appropriate place, and I'm gonna cast. Um, uh, protection from evil and good on her. Excellent. Uh, and so she's got that up uh, on her while I'm concentrating on it. Um, and then I'll go, hopefully it, it will, you know, better safe than sorry. And then that's all I will do. Okay. Next would be the axe. Gad. Oh, you're, you're on uh, mute there, Michael. Oh, sorry. That's all right. I was just thinking here anyway. But, um, yeah, I see this thing and uh, begin to kind of whistle a little tune as I walk over to it and uh, say, I don't think you should really be here, whatever you thing are. <laughs> I think I'm going to send you back to wherever it is that something like you might come from. Okay. And uh, swing my great axe at it. Ooh, that hits. And it's uh, three points. What's um, the ten? The ten is your crit, or ten is what I actually. Oh, it's a I D. It was the first one. Zero. Ben actually rolled. Oh, okay. I see. Uh, attack is messed up. The second yeah. one is actually the actual damage there. So ten. Yeah. I think the ten is. <laughs> ten is the actual damage. Three is I should go fix that. <laughs> right. So, um, but that's we 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 discerned what it is. It howls. And it, it's like, it's piercing when you when you swing through it. It's, oh, 
you know, it, it's oh, the like three. The, okay, yeah, okay. The uh, three uh, is actually relevant. I just didn't use that feature, so. Okay. Um, and as as the axe goes through it, and it it, it pulls uh, um, it pulls tendrils of the smoke in uh, of its body because it's coalesced into essentially more like a a smoky uh, um, apparition Cat. is what it is. Cat. Yeah, and you can kind of see through it, and you have the feeling that. Um, your your attack wasn't nearly as as efficient as it as it could be against something that was well probably alive. So okay, all right. Well, as was, soon as I get done with that swinging that thing, since I noticed it didn't go after anybody else, I would then turn and uh, that was five, so ten, fifteen, and then uh, twenty, twenty-five, about fifteen feet up the wall. Then gotcha. I, I gotta say, Michael has more fun with his magic items. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, um, it's the spooky things' turns, and uh, this one uh, looks pissed, and it mm. comes floating right up towards you, Michael. <laughs> or I should say, do Gad. I get an attack of opportunity? Uh, yes, you do. Not that I'm very good at. Um, are you this, are you a? Uh, I've got a quarter staff. Are you a battle mage? Did you take that no, for chance? I'm okay, not a battle. No. Okay. So, I would just get a one-handed attack with a quarter staff because I'm holding it. Is that right? Yes. Yep. Uh, well, it could be two-handed too. I mean, no, I'll just do one. <laughs> no. There you go. Yeah. For one point of damage. <laughs> it, uh, you freak out and swing at it. It doesn't look like it does anything. <laughs> Not to be too metagaming, but do you have shield as a spell, uh, Adam? I do. That uses your reaction, just so you know. Yeah, I know, but he moved away. That's why I, I uh, use this now. Okay. Oh, no, I mean, like, you can't use shield now if something attacks right, you. Right, yeah, no, I got you. Yep. Gotcha. You're going to cool, cool, die. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first things first, we have... They obviously knew to stay away from me anyway. They saw, they saw me whack that guy with a quarter staff for a whopping one point, which is probably a half. That like double yeah. a little. Yeah. And, and you know what it is, is they were like, you know, that guy's nothing. Let's go take care of somebody who might be <laughs> some sort of a danger to us. Okay. Am I bleeding? No, but still, ow. All right, Michael, here it comes. Ah, oh, it nat wound its attack on you, Michael. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The one comes over and gives an attack towards the inspector. And it's what is dis disadvantage to do it, right? I'm assuming it's an undead. Yes, these uh, these are undead. It has disadvantage on attacking her then, yeah. Okay, so here's the two rolls for that one. Yeah. Did I do both of them? You did. I yeah, sure did, one. yeah. And a 17, so 17 will hit her. Okay. Um, so let's see, it is going to do... Uh, over here. Let's see, that's, wow, that's a lot of damage. Um, <clears throat> 21. Damn. It does 24 points of necrotic damage to her as it goes and it swings down at her with oh. this ghostly clawed hand. It rakes across her and like the, the tendrils like sink into her body 
and like they come out the other side. And as it comes out the other side, you, you see the like the, the purple smoke coming off of it and what have you. But as it comes through and drags out, you see like light almost coming out from within her body as it's almost it's pulling out part of her soul as it breaks her. And she screams at that hit. And she doesn't go down, but she like kind of like buckles a little. Okay, and then... So, uh, as the one's approaching Yogg, he's trying to communicate with it, and he's like, I understand the terrible pain you must be in. Please, I can help you. I'm, I'm so sorry for what has happened to you. As uh, Now bring it on. And you're worth... <laughs> Actually, though, as you say that to it, because the, 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 the person, the ghost sort of thing, apparition that's coming towards you, it's this woman. And as you're saying that to her, as she's coming towards you, you can see the anger that was in her face kind of like turns to like an anguish as if like she's deeply sorry for what she's about to do. <laughs> 17 hit you? Oh, yeah. Okay. And I'll apologize right now for this. Let's do it. That's not that bad, 18, 20, you know, 21 points. So it's a little bit more than I thought. So 21 points in necrotic. Are you right. resistant or anything to that? You are, as a, nope. um, a zealot, you are. Oh, no, never mind. That's because I was an Asimar. Never Asimar. Mind. Not, mind. Yeah. <laughs> so, Fuck you, you ass. <laughs> okay, so that's, that's, all, that's all three of them. It is uh, now uh, Yogster. So basically, Yag does, like, doesn't even try to stop it, and it, it hits him, and he uh, kind of looks down, and he goes, I see. And he picks <laughs> up his club, and uh, you see just like this very stern expression over his face, and he hauls back and just comes down over the top of it with a uh, reckless uh, attack. So all attacks against me will have advantage, and all my attacks also have advantage. Correct. And uh, I'm going to take a big swing because I got the, the great weapon master. So minus five to attack, plus 10 to damage. And I just took a regular boring plus one magic uh, weapon. Actually, that's great because... It's a good idea. Yeah. It's I gonna, really thought about it. But it's going to do full say. damage to this thing. That's... that's <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, we're going to take a, a regular attack. We'll save the, the big swing okay. for the next one. I want to make sure I get one in. Are you so, see. Oh yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm raging. Sorry, thank you for that. Okay. So twenty one to hit. Well, you are you going to do the uh, the uh, reckless so you can get the advantage? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Reckless rage and yeah. Okay. And now the it, second it, one is the common barbarian combo. So the second damage is I have this uh, fighter great weapon fighting style where I can re-roll ones and twos for my damage roll. So rather than actually having to take the time to re-roll it, I have, like, so for example, I rolled a six, a six, and a one. So one of those gets re-rolled. The first number here is a two, so that one becomes a two. It's just for speed. So it's actually oh, you also, because you're damage. raging. But when you're raging, don't you also get oh. a, a plus eight, uh, a 1d8, um, uh, what do you call it, um, radiant damage? It's 1d6. 1d6. But, uh, on the first I attack. think it's 1d6. If I think it's, it's 1d8. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, the, I'm pretty sure it's a d8. I, I, right, so I see how it's... this attack, it'll be a d6 because I fucked up. But So it's 20 points of, uh, of damage either way. 
Got two you. of which is radiant. Okay, so 20 points of damage. Oh, no, that, that's not true. Um, four of which is radiant. Gotcha. And let me just double check something with that. Uh, okay, now it doesn't seem to... It, it just... It, the damage in general hurts it. It, it screams. And it's like, again, it's like that's it, ear-splitting Okay. Uh, How bad does it look? It, 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 like, I, I took it off looks, some of the purple. Yes, when you went through, it kind of, essentially, because it's made mostly of, like, smoke and what have you, as your club goes through and it kind of, like, it, it, it sizzles and kind of, like, dissipates and almost, like, turns to nothingness, uh, some of the smoke. And as, after it is passed through, then it kind of, like, reforms and it's a little smaller All right. than, so, than it was before. He will take a, a second swing at it this time. I'm going to take a big swing. So that is the minus five, four plus ten. Still uh, with advantage. Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. It is. And hold on. Oh, the double damage isn't there. So I have to re-roll one of those. That's, I must have screwed up that one. So it's actually 23 points of damage. Okay, so it's got four more. Okay, so... Again, same thing. It goes passing through, and it it shrinks even smaller now. It's it's like less than half the size it was when you originally started swinging on it. Okay. Okay. LR. LR. Alar, 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 you know. <laughs> um, I just say, how fascinating. And then cast Magic Missile. Um, uh, at the guy, this guy over here. And I didn't, that didn't work right. Um, is it just three? It's, you get three. Yeah, this just roll, I guess I need to do it. Yeah, I need to do it three times. Uh, how many do I get? You get two more if yeah. you're casting it at first level. Yeah, I am. Yeah, and then it's what? You get one more D4 per level over first, correct? Right. Yeah. All right, so ten altogether against the guy attacking. Um, uh, Did that include your plus one per missile? I think so. It does. He, yeah. yeah, it's, it's okay. got it. Great I think it's formula. in there. Yeah, it's in there. Yep. All right. So which one are you going after? The one? Uh, it was the one with, uh, attacking the inspector. Okay, so that one takes 10. And I'm actually going to take a step back. I don't want to go into that circle if these things are coming alive, but I'm just going to take a step right over there just to be sort of in the center between the two guys in front of me. Okay. All right, it's the inspector's turn. And the inspector uh, fires off her wand at the one that's right in front of her. Oh, and I pulled out a wand, by the way. But okay. It doesn't matter, but I just pulled it out. And she shoots magic missiles at it, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then you add one some plus one. damage. One yeah. so, dart. Yep, yeah, so one, good, two, yeah. so another four. So, wow, yeah, she did 18 points to it. That's really good. I mean, max would have been 20. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. And so, like, these missiles go shooting off and exploding in, and as it explodes, like, puffs of the smoke go t go off around and then uh, dissipate. And again, too, it's just like the one that uh, 
uh, Yag was fighting, as as those uh, explosions go and send the smoke out, it, it recoalesces into a smaller form. Okay, uh, the inspector, that's all she does. She's not really, uh, she's smart enough to know not to try and run, because then it'll just pounce on her. Delta Altus. Okay, Altus sort of, again, reaches out and goes, pardon me, uh, inspector, and they'll cast a cure wounds on her. Uh, so that she gets 11 healing back, 11 health back. Nice. Um, and then as a bonus action, he will uh, cast a spiritual weapon. Okay. Uh, and what, what is your spiritual weapon look like? Uh, it's a mace. A mace? That's the traditional Paylor weapon. So it's a, a golden mace that sort of hovers in the air and swings at this guy right here. Gotcha. Now, what is the top of your mace like? Like a sun? Like yeah, a there'd be like a sun, like a sun iconography on it. Yeah, exactly, like a sun icon. Sun with a smiley face, maybe Ooh. some sunglasses. <laughs> just sort of a, it's just a sun, no face on it. Sunglasses. There it is. Let me go is ahead. Does the sun wear sunglasses? Is it so just good. glasses? Let's <laughs> <laughs> um, see. Control Okay, you have control of it now, too. Okay, cool. All right. So, yeah, that's Altus there. Okay, did it hit? What did you roll? 25. Yeah, I that, a 25. that definitely hits it. I fucking hope so. Yep. Okay, so, all right. And again, it passes through it, taking part of the smoke with it, and it does, again, shrink. All right. Dun, dun, dun. Get the X. Or, no, I'm sorry. Get with X. Bad with axe. Bad with axe. All right. Um, so when uh, he looked at that one guy, did it look like it, uh, or when he was talking to that one thing, did it look like it was doing anything or acknowledged him? Um, even if you did notice it, um, it, it, whatever he said to it didn't impede it at all from attacking him. Sure. So that you do know for a fact. So, okay. I'll just swing again at it. I'm kind of just kind of dancing along the wall and swing my axe over at it. And, uh, and uh, actually at this time, I kind of give a little extra flourish to my, uh, to my uh, swing there. And, uh, and, uh, is that the extra three? Uh, no. Um, I don't know what that extra three is yet. Okay. And <laughs> we'll I need to it. roll a double. Yeah, my bardic inspiration is still a d6, so I roll a d6. He okay. takes an extra six damage, and my armor class goes up by six. Okay. And the damage that it does is just extra damage of the same type, correct? Isn't that it's how that works? It's the same type. Um, okay, that's it what I is, It is caused through my bardic inspiration, though. Which I don't think adds magic or anything. It's no. just the same. Yeah. yeah. It's just okay, so... It's just extra damage to the target you hit, yeah. Yeah, okay. And the damage equals the number you roll in the Bardic Inspiration die. And you also add the number rolled to your armor class until the start of your next turn. Sure. Or the next... And this is for the defensive flourish. I have yeah. one flourish. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Okay, so uh, is there anything else you're going to do? I kind of glance out. Does, it, does anybody look, look over? Don't you hurt? have? Don't you have two attacks now too? 
Uh, no, I do not because I multiclassed. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. I'm sorry. So you said what? No. I just kind of glance out. Does anybody look hurt? Um, actually, the inspector looked pretty bad after that first rake that it got from the uh, whatever these things are. But uh, your boy Altus seems to have helped her out in that regards. So uh, she doesn't. You know, she still yeah, looks a little under the weather, of... but yeah. Okay, then I just kind of keep dancing along the wall there. Okay, so it's back to the spooky things. So that one you just hit with your axe is going to try and get you there. Yeah. I don't think 11 is going to hit you, is it? Not even close. Excellent. Okay, so now we have it's that one still going after the inspector. Oh, it misses. It's still got disadvantage. It doesn't matter. Oh. That first one okay, missed. Okay, because it missed. So, right, cool. Yeah. So, and then last but not least, oh, ouch, sorry. This is, this is going to hurt. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> they only get one attack, but if it hits, and, and especially if it crits, it's going to hurt you. Okay, so, um, here, let me do it this way because I can uh, do more of them. So, I'm just I'm gonna double the dice. Jeez, it could have been a lot worse. <laughs> there's, worse. There's two ones and a two and a three in there. So, ow. Oh, so that was me, right? Yeah, and yeah, it gets and it gets plus three to that, so it's grand total of thirty-three. But you're raging now. But this it's, is well, it's necrotic. Though. I don't, I don't think I resist. Uh, yeah, it is necrotic. So okay. no, unfortunately. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hurt. Like that, yep. it takes me down to a knee, and. Uh, like uh, I just picture like this big gash, but instead of like my insides, it's just like black, or just like this rotting like, just across my my chest, and my tunic is torn right across right. the heart. And as like from that wound, there's like a white silvery kind of like smoke that escapes a little bit and whiffs off of you, and then you know it's not like it's not like you're just smoking eternally. It just like does it for a little bit and then stops. Yep. Okay. Ouch. Yeah. Damn. That's hard times. You do you, uh, and you you cry out from that. So you guys over here, you're like your, your boy's getting fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's your turn. Go ahead. You. you so take he like out. laboriously like has the his club on the ground and uses it to stand up. Uh -huh. and, like with everything he has, takes the club back. And he looks at it, and he, he sees the, the woman inside, and he says, it's okay. It'll be over soon. And he takes uh, another uh, a swing at her. Got so it. I don't know if you can – this might not work because I tried it. Well, let's find out. <laughs> and again, Ouch. it's reckless. Uh, okay, good. That'll hit. Okay. All right. And it's actually for – let's see. Two, 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 two. Oh, no, it's the same. Oh, yeah, so 16 points of damage. Oops. It looks very... It, it has shrunk even more, and it looks very, uh, like, transparent almost now, but it's still there. All right, so you're going to take one more swing at it, and it's basically just, like, swings and then swings back. <laughs> it's just right through it. Okay, that's enough. That's uh, no matter what you do, it 
it, it, it completely dissipates. Okay. And is gone. All right, so then he's going to use his move to come over this way. He takes, like, uh, he turns and kind of looks at the symbol on the ground and is not really sure what's going to happen, but he steps through it and okay. comes to aid uh, the inspector. And then because he killed um, somebody with my great weapon master feet, as a bonus action, I can make uh, another attack. There you go. And this time I'm going to take a big swing. Don't pay attention to it. They're five foot squares. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. <laughs> I was thinking oh, shit, and it's a crit. Okay. Tally it up for me. So that is... Yeah. Uh, that should be enough. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 uh, let's see. Hold on. Uh, two, four, three. Which is only fair seeing how it had just critted you. Well, the other yeah, one. It's right? partner. Yeah. <laughs> five. Uh, replace that with a one, one. So eight instead of three. So five. So it's 38 points of damage. Okay, I think that, yes, that does it. This one too then dissipates, and then as as soon as it happens, he just collapses back to one knee with his hand on his club. Those, you're free, Alar. <laughs> I say, Alar, I do believe it's your turn, sir. No, you might be on mute. We can't hear you. But his picture's frozen up, too, on Skype, so I wonder if he just went out. He went out. Yeah, <laughs> he's beat so that's all right. Uh, you, you... Wow, what does that sound like? <laughs> it's a robot. All right. Um, just, we're going we're gonna to come back to you, Adam, whenever you get, because uh, we can't hear you or anything right now. So uh, we're going to just go up to the inspector. Now might actually be a good time for a break. You know what? Why don't we do that? Why don't we? Why don't we do a break, and then when we come back, we'll we'll start uh, with with you, Adam. Give your uh, internet uh, a chance to uh, to catch up to everything. So hey, everybody, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break. So go refresh your beverages and get your snackages on and uh, get ready for the second half of these. I don't even know what to say. These guys are nice. They're they're helping each other out. It's like I I don't even know what to do. So, but uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and uh, we'll take care. We'll do that, and then we'll be back here in just a little bit. See you in a minute.
muting myself eating chips for no reason. <laughs> yeah. You know what the sad part is, is that here it is, is like we were all making fun of Adam losing audio and I didn't turn off. <laughs> yeah, that was the least of our problems, apparently. <laughs> okay, sorry everybody. So basically what had happened there is that we had uh, um, uh, the last... Why don't we uh, just redo it? <laughs> just redo it. The last... The last uh, uh, enemy Don't was Don't worry, destroyed. Gad finished them all off. He was very heroic. Killed <laughs> yes. all 20 of them. It was, it was amazing, we were wonderful yeah. fight. Right. And then this... this other guy came in, and Gad went over, told him how wonderful he was, Gad is. And, uh, and then the guy said, you can go on. Now I've got this. Yes, exactly. The guy was Starcoat. <laughs> yes, Wizard Starcoat. Exactly. And Gad doesn't care. Although, you know, it is a nice coat for people who like coats, maybe, but... It's, it's a great really coat. So basically what happened was is the last one, the last of the undead was, was killed off by uh, um, by Yogg, and then... Uh, after, 30 of them. <laughs> and after <laughs> after it was destroyed, then the door burst open, and uh, Warner's uh, Starcoat came in with uh, Administrator Talvin, uh, and it, it is... In, ensuring them that he'll be okay but he is telling everyone that they they, they need to uh, rush out uh, in case it happens again and he needs to stay for a little bit so that he can at least uh, take a look at everything that is uh, uh, in here so and and, and inspector Schult is that uh, yes I, I think it's, it's a very good uh, thing to do uh, let us go ahead and uh, and leave the premises now. Are you sure that you'll be okay, uh, uh, Mr. Starcoat? Yes, yes, I'll be completely fine. Please, please. Uh, I, I would hate for you all to be attacked again in this situation. I'll, I'll only be a moment as I uh, take another look at every, take a look at everything that's in here, and, and try and discern what's happening. I, I'm, I'm fully capable of handling it myself. I'm sure, but please, please, uh, go ahead and, and, and leave. Before anything All right. else happens, can I do an can I do an insight check on this dude? Sure, go ahead. Uh, yeah, it does go up the ceiling or up the wall across the ceiling and down the other side because he refuses to step on that uh, thing on the floor. Right. Uh, well. Yeah, you're you're kind of in awe. Actually, it's like wow, this guy <laughs> is this guy's part of the circle of eight. Uh, he's Splinter still was. Yeah. He's he's a powerful wizard. I want to be so as powerful just, as this guy someday. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bow to him. I bow to him and I say, um, uh, Master Starcoat, uh, your reputation precedes you. Uh, if there is anything that I can do in my own humble way, uh, please allow. let me know and I shall uh, be at your beck and call. Of course, of course. Uh, and, and I appreciate uh, you coming in and, and, and helping with this situation. I, 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 trust me, I, I'll speak with all of you because uh, I understand correctly that you're going to be undertaking some uh, some tasks for us, so to speak. But I, I'll, I'll have a chance to speak with you all in, in, in a little bit. Uh, but first, uh, please, uh, before any more of these mishaps occur, uh, go ahead and go, and, and, and I'll, I'll follow directly. And then... Uh, Schultz all Yaga, Yaga addresses him on his way out, and he says, uh, 611. There's 611 souls in here that are depending on you. It is a great responsibility. I hope you understand that this 
this is serious. This is this is very grave. <laughs> you, I, I appreciate your concern for these people. I do, and yes, I do take this very serious. But you know, not to be braggadocious, but I am a, a man capable of taking care of it. Talvin, I need you to leave with these uh, people as well. I, I, I would hate to have to try and protect you if something were to go uh, amiss. And Talvin's like, "You betcha, man. I'm out." <laughs> they are pretty easy to fight if they do if they do attack you you gotta basically just give them a good shove and about five or six of them will fall at once that's how i took out that that hundred that it not not too long ago yes a uh, hundred you say yeah, like, oh, <laughs> no no please please and then he like follows you guys over towards those double doors and then he closes the the double doors behind you and uh inspector uh schalt just she hurries up and gets the hell out of Dodge. <laughs> so, all right, let me go ahead and I'm going to... Can you believe we barely escaped that mummy lord with our lives? We'll have to go back <laughs> and face him someday. You do that. realize that we were here with you, my dear boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Story's much better when I tell it. <laughs> Save the stories for those who weren't here to witness it. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so... Uh, word of advice. All right. You guys all go again, and you're out. Let me go ahead and change the uh, map here just to the standard map. Um, all right. There we go. Okay. Okay, so... Uh, uh, Schultz takes you guys all outside uh, the uh, uh, carriage. The big carriage is still out there. There's a couple of, uh, the, there's the driver and then like his companion driver. I don't know what the hell you would call the guy that's sitting next to him. I mean, driver. I guess, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The guy, his beverage holder. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's like the one guy holds his beer. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Don't drink and drive, kids. Don't yeah. drink and drive. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, they look very worried and they were kind of like, you know, they were standing like outside the doors. So like when, when Inspector, uh, Schultz comes out, they're all like, are you okay? Is everything all right, Inspector? And he was like, yes, everything is fine. Uh, 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 don't worry about it. Get, get on the, the coach. We're going to go away right now. And she goes over, opens up the door. And this time she doesn't wait for you guys. She opens up the door and gets in. It's like, she seems very flustered. And so, but by the time you guys get in and uh, get yourselves seated, um, she seems to have composed herself again. So, um, Administrator Talvin, on the other hand, seems like, oh, so it was, it was undead down there, was it? What was it? That's, I mean, that's what I heard the, 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 the wardens was saying. Is that what you... A hundred, did you say? There was a hundred of no, them in there? there? there weren't a hundred. There were four oh, of them. Oh. Three of them. There were three of them. Three, oh, oh, that's so much better than it. But still, even three. I mean, that's terrible. I mean, it's uh, what happened in, in, in... See what I mean? You don't know how to tell a story. There was at <laughs> least a hundred, and we chased them, most of them off. <laughs> Excellent. We don't yes. know exactly what no they sure. were. My, my friends here who know more of magic than I do think it might be the actual souls of those who were stolen. Uh, but oh, they had been terrible. twisted and suffering in some way. Oh, 
that it's a completely terrible. Oh, I, I don't know what that. Oh, anyway. So uh, at that point in time, the uh, uh, the carriage then uh, after everybody's in, it starts right up and starts rolling away, um, and it's going back towards the uh, uh, towards the center of town. Uh, and it, after it makes it towards the center of town, you see that it is making its way towards um, a keep. And it is essentially, it's the uh, keep of the watch. It's not the, uh, there's a castle where the countess lives and all that different stuff up on a hill and all that other joyous shit. But the, um, the keep of the watch is like more like a military sort of compound. And the carriage goes directly to it, goes through the front door. Um, it's, uh, you know, later in the, uh, in the morning now, and, uh, you know, things are picking up a little bit more. Uh, the, um, the, uh, compound of the, of the watch keep, um, there's like squads drilling there and what have you. Um, the, uh, county itself, as far as the watch for Radagast city itself, and the armed forces of the county itself, um, hasn't really shrunk. Uh, it grew considerably during the Greyhawk Wars, even though they didn't get involved in any of the wars. And they've uh, been maintaining that level for some time in anticipation for things to heat back up again. So uh, the carriage comes to a, a halt, and uh, Inspector Schultz gets out and uh, uh, Administrator Talvin follows by her. And then uh, the inspector waits for you guys to, to get out of the, uh, of the carriage with her. Now, uh, for the second uh, part of what we were going to show you, and I apologize if I had any idea that what was going to happen down in that uh, basement was going to happen, I surely wouldn't have taken you down there. Uh, but uh, we thought it would be important for you to see these things so that you knew exactly what you were dealing with when you go out there. It was important. Yes, it was. Learned quite a bit. And I'm do glad not we fear were... for our safety. Yes. Well, that's why we are asking you. Very well, Inspector. Thank you. I, I tried. I don't like being at... The undead rattled me. It's, it's a hard thing for me to to deal with. But anyway... Ah, uh, do not worry about them. As you saw, my companions were easily able to dispatch the two or three that they saw. Yes. <laughs> le leftover from your 100. Yes. As, as I saw. Turtles move faster than... People give credit for. <laughs> and apparently up in uh, walls and across ceilings as well. Uh, very, yes, it's, I've never seen your kind before or anyone else doing that. <laughs> it's uh, very entertaining. Please follow me. Uh, I'm going to take you now to to see this tall boat gun. Yeah, it's just a little trick I picked up uh, far, far from here. Uh, the galaxy far, far away. Well, we can't get into that. There's, I'm sure there's got to be some sort of uh, trademark or something. Disney, if you would like to be a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Please don't sue us. Yeah, exactly. I think you can say one half. You can get away with one half. You said it like if it was a long time ago, then <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think you're right. I think you're right. Wouldn't that be funny though if Disney like took the time to come fuck with us? <laughs> yeah. To tell you the truth, if That's they a, did, we can't buy that kind of publicity. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's no such thing as bad press. That's true. All right, let's just start playing like 
Luke Skywalker and just like just do it like right. as much copyright infringement as we can. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be on we'll be on somebody's news station for for it soon enough. Right. Okay, so um, uh, Inspector Schultz then starts walking across the compound, leading you towards uh, within the keep itself. It's got a a, a, a wall to it, and there is a uh, a couple of more smaller um, stone buildings that are within this compound that are not necessary. They're not connected to the to the keep, and um, she takes you to one, uh, goes right through, uh, and it's it's a bright autumn day outside. And it, as you guys pass through into this stone building, uh, the light automatically, um, once you're passed through the threshold, it is very dim in there. It takes your eyes a second to adjust, and then they close the door. Um, the first room in which you go into is a large room uh, with many doors uh in there and a big, uh, a couple of uh, uh, large round tables, and around these tables are a number of guards. And in the back of the room, um, where there's no doors, um, there is uh, like uh, provisions and different things for like uh, there's uh, kegs of water and uh, uh, racks uh, that have sacks of different types of food stuff and things along these lines. Uh, and another corner, there's some basins and things along this. So it's obviously, um, you know, uh, supplies for taking care of uh, the prisoners that are here. Um, everybody, as Inspector uh, uh, Schultz walks past them, snaps to attention. Same thing in here. When she comes in, everybody in here, like, if they were doing something, they stop and they turn around and they get an attention. And um, she goes straight up to one uh rather uh, rotund fellow who seems to have, he has an extremely large belt on, and there's just an insane amount of keys tucking and hanging off of this guy's belt. Uh, as he as he turns, it's all like, you know, he's got that that that, that rattle of, of keys. Oh, uh, yes, uh, Inspector, uh, yes, uh, are you here to see the prisoner? And he says, well, of course. And I don't know why she's speaking French now, but uh, so <laughs> so uh, then the, the the jailer just waddles over to a door, opens it. You guys go through. You're following the jailer. Goes down a pretty long hall. Uh, there's doors in along the hall, and then he goes to uh, basically the end, opens a door, and allows you guys to go in. And I will go ahead and. Uh, uh, change the map at this time. And I forgot to put the door on. <laughs> but as as we're like walking through, I when we kind of pass by the uh, big guy, I just kind of point at him and kind of whisper a little bit and only he hears my message that his pants are about to fall down. And just keep on walking. He gets incredibly worried and starts like grabbing at his my pants. But then, as like after all of you come in, he he just automatically shuffles out. And as he shuffles out, you know, he, he's all he's doing is like pulling at his pants. All right, uh, guys, can go ahead and drop your tokens onto the map. We don't see it. Um, you didn't move. You didn't move. Oh, there's the map here. Yeah. You must the room, the table, chairs. Yeah, I don't, 
Let me refresh. Yeah, you're probably just. Uh, oh, oh, you know what? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I feel a little bit better because in my... Orlando, if you'd like to be a spot, you know, just do it, man. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the only one. Oh yeah. Okay, he's refreshing. I'm sorry. Oh, you want to? That's right. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was interrupting your fun. <laughs> yeah, playing a little game. All right, and let me get the inspector. Well, somebody can't count very well. There's not enough chairs in here for everyone. What will you all do? Yes, what would you do? All right, let me go ahead. I go and over and sit in one of the chairs, so. Change the map. How easily can you fit into a normal human chair? Yeah, well, <laughs> we find out. <laughs> don't we? There we go. <laughs> Make matter sure of fact, makes... let me slide this chair over with this chair. Now that's much better. <laughs> These two chairs together are a lot more comfortable than that one was. Okay. And um, for a jail uh, uh, cell area, this place looks pretty decent. Um, here, let me, uh, let me freehand. That's the door right there, guys. <laughs> you just came in. You see what I just I drew it with the purple so you knew. Yes. No, it's over on the, the side. Oh yeah. Oh, now I see. Yeah. So, and then uh, there is another <clears throat> burly um, uh, officer of the watch in here, and uh, he was sitting uh, like at this desk playing cards. And then when uh, the inspector came in, he like got up, got an attention. He's off, you know, not saying anything. And the inspector uh, walks over and. Uh, there behind the bars is uh, what used to be an extremely well-dressed man. Uh, his clothes are, are um, well, not extremely torn or anything, but it seems like he's been sleeping in the same set of clothes for some time. Um, there's a bed in there, and then you can see there's a chair and a table. But he does have a barred window, you know, right there. And uh, this room is actually at the corner of this building, so it ha actually has windows in it. So, uh, and there he is. Uh, Schultz walks over, and, and this gentleman is Tobold Gun. And he's actually, he was on the bed when you came in, like, just lounging. But when you came in, he, you know, got up and started walking over, and he seems very curious and just kind of, he puts his hands like uh, through the bars and is holding on and says, ah, No, he's not German. Huh? Ah, the, what do we have here? No. <laughs> Somebody else speak. I got, I got to get on this German accent. <laughs> it's been so long. I don't remember what he sounds like. I don't remember what he sounds like either. Didn't it be like Spanish or something? No, he was, he was French. Oh, but yeah. he sounded yeah. Spanish? <laughs> well, you know, uh, for some time I might have sounded like I had uh, one particular accent or another, but, uh, you know, uh, now, <clears throat> anyway. ah, Inspector Stolt, uh, I see that you have brought some people for me to see. Yeah, that's it. I got it. While they're talking, I point at uh, Yogg and uh, whisper with the message spelled to him and ask, do we have to break him out of prison, too? No, he belongs here. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, Schultz is like, feel free to go ahead and ask him whatever questions it is that you wish. We have not been able to do anything for him as 
to get him to, to reveal anything yet, but uh, as opposed to torturing him, we're going to put him through some magical questioning now that uh, the uh, star coat has arrived so that he Well, why don't you get him a fresh set of clothes and something nice to eat? Uh, giving him some hospitality usually goes a long way towards uh, helping lighten people up a little bit. I mean, would you feel inclined to talk yeah. saying in that dingy little place? I don't even see a wash basin in there. Come now, on, let's Gad, liven my... this place up a little bit. Oh. Gad, my, Gad, my dear fellow, this man steals other men's souls. I do nothing of the sort. That's no completely mistaken me for someone conditions. else. I agree with this turtle. This turtle is saying the right thing to say. How am I supposed to live in such such squalor? You deny. You haven't stolen people's souls. Of course not. I am no musician. I don't know how to do these things. Uh, Have you hired people to steal stuff? I, I, I say, well, it's it's clear that you did not do it yourself uh, just by looking at you. Ah, Who are you? Of course, with? insulting me will get me to spill all of my beans for you. <laughs> yes. I just take out Please my, continue. I just take out, my, I just take out my wand and hold it casually. <laughs> and, uh, and when you do that, uh, uh, Inspector uh, Schultz comes over to you and just kind of rests her hand on your wand and goes, uh, Oh, no says. torture. <laughs> um, Inspector, I have said, a... oh, go ahead. you haven't used truth magic on, on him yet, is that correct? Not as of yet, but we are going to very soon. We were waiting for uh, all the correct amount of people to be here uh, before we did such a thing. If you so wish, uh, you could wait until uh, uh, the star coat is here. That's really what we were waiting for. He wanted to, to be present. Um, sure. And are we sure that we don't want to just allow Yang to join him in the cell for a few moments? No. Maybe get him to speak. We are not barbarians, and we are not the type of people that uh, conduct such things. As much as he might deserve it, we don't. Mr. Mr. Gerner, sir, um, uh, if you did not steal anyone's souls, why do you think... So? someone else would go through such an action? Why would someone steal the souls of so many people? Well, <laughs> I'm afraid that uh, I'm not at the liberty to say anything about these things. You see, you, 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 and you, and she, he's just like pointing at all of you guys. You don't scare me, but the person that, I go over uh, and walk up the wall and hang from the ceiling and wave <laughs> at him. Hi down there, and then I point at him, and I whisper at him. So tell me all of your deepest and darkest secrets. Of course, only he can hear that whispering in his mind. <laughs> he like, you know, as if, as if he's like shushing away a fly. He's like, and uh, your magics mean nothing to me. I'm sure soon you'll have your circle of eight man in here and you'll pump me for all the information that I'm worth. But until then, I'm not giving up anything. The person that well, is behind all of this, I'm far more afraid of than you. Down. <laughs> no. Again, you don't scare me as much as the person behind these things. But, so, you're not just completely innocent then? Uh, of course are... I'm not innocent! I was doing a lot of these things. I'm making a lot of money. But unfortunately, things have changed. Unfortunately. But these things happen. I see. 
so you admit to being part of something, if not directly stealing souls. Of course. You are correct. Very much so. And who did create that circle and steal their souls? Well, the uh, one who was actually in charge of doing this sort of thing was a uh, uh, rather nasty little gnome. I don't feel too much bad about telling you that. And where Kay. is she now? Well, uh, I don't know. And uh, frankly, I, I'm afraid I'll probably find out soon enough. And uh, then the, 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 the door opens up and in comes the star code. You're like, how the hell did he get here so fast? I mean, <laughs> you, you guys took the, uh, you know, the carriage and all that, but um, hey, it's he, to me, just teleported because he's fucking <laughs> awesome. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a wizard of the circle of eight. He goes, ah, yes. Yeah. So, uh, a shortcut to the astral plane or something. <laughs> Inspector, yeah. this is the uh, um, this Tobo Gurner you told me about. Interesting. Well. Uh, Let's get this on with. I just move and stand next to him. (laughs) (laughs) Now, um, uh, Zone of Truth, they don't have to tell the truth, but they can't tell a lie. I am, by the way, putting on a hell of a performance up there on the ceiling. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So, how it works is. If that's the case, then uh, um, Yogg would go sit with his back against the wall. And uh, survey the whole situation, but part of the whole situation is this hell of a performance on the ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it can't I've, tell. I've learned to ignore that. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't so he pulls out a scroll, and and uh, Starcoat does, and he starts I, a, 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 I, unraveling I, it. You you I, peek I, at it. Oh yes. As he does that, the door comes flying open, and one of the uh, one of the watch comes running in and goes. We think we found the gnome. We've got him cornered in a building over in some other part of the city, so forth and so on. And the inspector's like, excellent, quick. Let us go to try and find him. Uh, uh, yeah, as soon you as lot says, st- I turn and run toward the door. No, <laughs> and, 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 and Inspector Schultz, uh, uh, as he starts running towards the door, uh, actually the star coat stops you. And he goes, no, it's, it's, this is too important. And he, he puts the, the scroll into your hand. He goes, I trust you men to interrogate this prisoner thoroughly. Uh, I don't know when an assassination attempt might happen on him, and this could be a ploy to lure us away, but if it is possibly his counterpart, I, I, can't, uh, I can't be uh, left alone. And in great D&D fashion, these guys are going to leave so that you can question them. Right, well, I, I bow and say... Master Starcode, we shall not let you down. Excellent. We'll be back as soon as we can. And um, the inspector... I want to... Uh-huh. I said, I was, I kinda, I'm thinking to myself, I kind of wanted to show how badass we were by killing the gnome, <laughs> but I guess we'll interrogate this guy. <laughs> I see, so the rest of you just notice I seem a little disappointed. That's all. <laughs> and for all those who are listening on the podcast, he said... He's a little disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Someone can hear me again. Hey, at least it wasn't on mute. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So um, they turn around and they 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 leave, and he you know he gave you the 
the scroll to use. And yeah, uh, so I'll, I'm assuming it's the Zone of Truth scroll, and I'll read it. It is. Okay, so you're gonna go ahead and cast it. And yeah. uh, Tobo Gurner, uh, he comes up and he just stands at the bar. He's he's not attempting to like you know go run into the corner. You can't get me. You know he's not doing any of that sort of stuff. He's he's right up at the bar. And so uh, probably enjoying the performance, I'm sure. He actually grabs the chair that's in his cell and brings it up to the bar and sits down. And he sits down. All right. Um, okay. I'm just gonna stand. Here. Yag is taking out a sandwich from his bag, and he offers half of it to the guard uh, standing next to him. Hey, hey, thanks, man. That's pretty. Hey, hold on a second. And he goes over and he like opens up one of the drawers and he pulls out a bag. It's got a bunch of uh, dried fruit and uh, nut kind of like trail mix sort of thing. And he goes, "Here, this is pretty good. My wife made it." <laughs> it kind of like holds it like cheers like you know yeah. sandwich oh yeah and then he opens up the other drawer <laughs> and he pulls out these two big bottles of beer and he like pulls the, the stoppers out of them and he gives one to you he's like like touched like thank uh, you thank you yeah, yeah and then he sits down to, to watch the show yeah i say um before i start i just i look up at uh, gad <laughs> and just say uh, do us all a favor and keep your eye on the door, just to make sure nothing else comes in unexpectedly. Well, of course, of course. Uh huh. And I immediately because I don't even I don't even look of, over it. That's the at part Yang. of the performance I'm in. Yeah, and I don't even look. I don't even look at Yang because I'm assuming he's having a drink with a janitor. <laughs> he is. <laughs> no, see, he's actually without you asking, doing what you asked uh, Gad to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah, not Yang. Yag, sorry. Yag, that's all right. I don't know your name either. Yeah. <laughs> but he is pretty sure that you're going to cast Hex on somebody. <laughs> and then all those who don't uh, get that joke reference, uh, watch the previous episode. Yeah. Okay. Watch so... Silverwolf try to cast a spell and return to the bad <laughs> There you go. Okay, so... Uh, Gurner, uh, he he's he's not resisting at all either. He allows the spell to take okay. full effect on him. Okay, well, it seems you have nothing to hide, Mister Gurner. No, I have plenty to hide, but I am also a very smart man and realize when uh, certain situations are no longer uh, feasible to resist. I mean, <laughs> the amount of firepower here is going to crack my brain open and pull out the information one way or the other. No. Altus, well, and I, we I, prefer I, not to do that, but um, uh, Mr. Gurner, um, why would you or whomever you work for be stealing the souls of so many poor people? Honestly, in that resolve, um, I don't know. All you I just, know is what we were doing and you know, why we were doing it. So some higher power, so to speak, um, recruited you to do this, but you're not sure why? No, uh, to tell you the truth, uh, I have my suspicions. I know for one thing, I know it has something to do with this individual they keep calling the master. Hmm. The master. Yes. What do you know of this master? Well, I know that uh, he is currently not here, and they're waiting for his coming. Again, uh, supposedly some kind of big important to do, you know. Uh, he, I guess he was somebody of great importance at one time, and uh, he's 
not anymore, but uh, this I know. I also know that uh, the county, this part down here, not so much what is super interested in. I know that uh, the lands that he really craves are up in the uh, the Bandit Kingdoms. Oh, the Bandit Kingdoms. Yes. Who are the donkeys? Ah, those lands full of a bunch of cutthroats and uh, those uh, the, the, the types of rats and scumthrows. Who would have thought that uh, those were the people that, uh, you know, they would be interested in? You're here to answer questions, not to editorialize. <laughs> oh, 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 pardon me! <laughs> I thought well, that was being helpful. could learn more from his speech as well. Um, he can't deliberately speak a lie now, so... Of course not. Uh, I'm assuming that uh, you come from bandit lineage, even though you're dressed all in the immaculate white and have the pointy ears of an elf. <laughs> Otherwise, why would you be so insulted for me insulting the cutthroats and bandits that live across the Tonsumi? I do not be... I'm not insulted by anything that you say, you worthless swine. <laughs> oh, no, please, don't insult me like that again. I don't think that my ego could take it. <laughs> See, he's being sarcastic, which is kind of a lie. <laughs> <laughs> so he's actually telling the truth. Uh, he actually, yeah. I'm getting to him. <laughs> yeah, look at that, look at that. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, so, Mr. Gurner, what were you... Um, how are you compensated for your role in this endeavor? Oh, they gave me much gold. A lot of gold. So, uh, they, they knew that I had a lot of connections here, and uh, they wanted to get a bunch of people that would not be missed. And so I helped them with these endeavors. People who would not be missed? Yes, people who would not be missed, like those the bandits. Refugees. The refugees. Correct. That is it. But uh, this is not the only place where they are running this racket. They're doing it in other places, too. This much I know for sure. Yes. And these souls are then needed to bring this master back, it sounds like. Unfortunately, no. There's, this is one thing that I was able to learn. And, that, uh, and I'm sure now that my life is meaningless, and uh, soon I'm sure they'll be coming to kill me. Uh, I don't really mind telling you so much. There... They're recruiting. They're trying to find uh, the right people to send somewhere. This, I know. So what they are doing is they're going and getting a whole bunch of people. They're putting them through the ringer, and then the, their hopes are to get as many uh, scoundrels and cutthroats that are capable enough to go and do something for this master that will bring him back. That I know, but that is it. Diabolical. Exactly. Oh. Completely diabolical. Yes. People don't deserve to be treated this way, even if they maybe have made some mistakes. I agree, and this is exactly what I told them. Nah, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> You were just in it for the money, weren't you, Mr. Gurner? Well, I was a very rich man for a long time. I ran into some troubles, but uh, I've always had a dealing with the uh, riffraff and the, the uh, you know, undercurrent of the Rattagas in here in the country. Uh, 
But, you know, it is what it who, is. Who will be coming for you? You're so certain you'll be marked for death. Who do you fear showing up? Oh, you've never seen them before. The people that I've seen, that I've known, they're not the gnomes. The gnomes are fanatical. They do anything. Uh, creepy little sons of bitches, but the ones that will be coming for me, completely different. They look like your friend here. And he points at, uh, um, let me see, I'd say, Alar. But they're very different. I've heard stories of they have something like uh, the drow. You know, there's these kind of people, the elves from underground with the black skin. But they're not. They are gray, gray skin. But they look like these guys. But they're not. They'll be coming for me. You, you might have heard of one of them. His name is uh, uh, Zaran. Zaran Smoke. <laughs> He's coming for you? Oh, most definitely. I'm sure as soon as the opportunity presents itself and uh, they can get at me, that uh, they'll be cleaning up this loose end. The thing that I'm very wondering about, though, is all them sores. What are they going to They're just going to leave those sores there? I wonder what they, because it's, you know, every once in a while they would go and then they would take a couple of those souls and go and take them someplace else to do something with them. But then, uh, you know, I don't know. So you were the middleman, you were the, the connections, but you don't know the actual plan. No, no, I do not, not at all. As, you know, these were workings that were far beyond my lowly uh, level of uh, uh, involvement. Do you know any names besides the smoke character? I do. That little creepy gnome that your friends go rushing off to go find. His name is Ballester. He's extremely powerful. Don't be fooled by his little demeanor and his crazy purple hair. He is a very strong and powerful wizard. He's the one. He's the one that conducted the rituals that sucked the sores. And who initially approached you to be a part of this evil scheme? It was one of those gray-skinned elves. Does that gray-skinned elf have a name? I don't remember that one. It was just a mouthpiece. After that, uh, the gray-skinned elf, uh, when he found that I was susceptible for uh, interchange of money and doing business with them, uh, they took me to go see this Ballester. And then that's where I met this fellow Zarin. What, uh, do I know anything about these gray-skinned elves, or...? Um... You can roll. Um, let's see... Or... No, let's see, where, how would Oops, you... I accidentally just said that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mistake. Well, let's well, put it this way, me. that's not high enough, even, because I'm looking for a, a nat roll. Not a nat 20, but a natural roll of something. I mean, any of you can roll. If you want, and if you get high enough, uh, for some kind of way, you've you've heard something one way or the other. So if go, you no, I listen to all kinds of stories. There's a chance I've heard of it. Exactly. So especially somebody like you that collects them and whatnot, I would think. Well, I still know more of nothing than they do. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Unless I get advantage, then I I know all about it. <laughs> Could be. A... No. Okay. So. Uh, yep. And uh, is Altus going to roll? 
I don't think it's something he would probably know. He's been fairly closered up to at least the last five years. Okay. So. All right. And then, uh, Yag, you want to give it a shot? Is it a history or? No, nah, just give me a flat roll. I've got, I've got an. Okay. Uh, yeah, you guys don't know what he's talking about. I mean, you've heard of elves before in different types. Hell, I mean, there's a plethora. Well, I would hope I'd heard of an elf. Yeah, I mean, and, there's, and like I said, there's a there's a there's a plethora of different types of elves as well, but um, you've never heard of gray skinned elves, you know. So well, he's under the zone of truth, so he can't just be making it up. Oh. Um, I see. Because you believe something doesn't make it true. Well, that's fair, but at least we know he's not. Just fabricating this out of nothing. He believes it. Exactly. Myths and legends. Okay. What was um, what was next for you in all of this? Back to just uh, be rich and enjoy myself and enjoy life. That was it. I didn't. I was not part of this operation as far as the pulling of the swords and the sending the people to different places. That was all the uh, Griskin elves and the gnomes. And you really felt like they were just going to allow you to live a long, happy life with your riches. Well, they were doing so until it was, things changed. It wasn't them who gave me up. It was some of those fools that uh, I hired. I should have known better, but, uh, you know, it's like, uh, things happen, you know? It didn't Shit happen. Yeah. 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 I, have a, I have that bumper sticker on my carriage. <laughs> <laughs> Indubitably. Indubitably. Mr. Gerner, how long have you been performing this operation for these individuals? Uh, for, uh, uh, a perception? at least a year. <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, hey, how are they getting in here? <laughs> who, what? Because that is uh, what I've been trying to do is just survey the room. Yes. And where and you don't, you don't, you don't need, you don't need to roll perception because it's going okay. to, you guys are going to see it here in two seconds. I'm up on the ceiling dancing all around. Is so that where yeah. they're, no. Is that where they're coming Was from this enough coming? time for me to uh, get a short rest? Um. Oh, one thing actually, sure. I would have done once we were sitting in the uh, carriage ride. I forgot to mention this. I'm sorry, but um, I can use my healer's kit on you to give you a bit more HP back. Excellent. Um, so I would have done that on the ride over. Um, okay. Let me just look. And we do them. get a short rest. Sure. Perfect. Healer's kit. So one d six. And you have six hit dice, right? Yep. Okay, so you get 13 HP back from that. Awesome. I don't think Song of Rest helps, unless you're spending hit dice. So. I am. Yeah. Yeah, if you're spending hit dice, then Song of Rest will, will come into play. All right, what is Song I would sing do? to you. Excellent. Um, revitalize wounded allies during a short rest. You and, your, you and allies who regain HP during short rest by spending... One or more hit dice each gains an extra 1d6 of HP, so I'll go ahead and roll that. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little bit off-key. 
Singing really isn't my thing. <laughs> Every little bit helps. Well, thanks, guys, because I was down to 11 hit points, and with only spending two hit dice, I'm back up to 62. So uh, thank you kindly. So what happens as you're talking to them and whatnot, uh, 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 they're, they're... The, the temperature in the room actually drops. I mean, noticeably. And then through this window over here, a thick purple smoke just bellows in and coalesces, starts coalescing on the floor. Uh, Tobold turns around and goes, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, out of the, this, the smoke kind of like rises up into uh, um, like columns and then those columns uh, coalesce and, and then the smoke goes away and then these guys are standing there. And these are gray-skinned elves. Their hair, now the hair on these guys here, because I'm just using drow figures for them, uh, is white, but their hair is jet black. Their eyes are jet black. And uh, they're the opposite of me. Exactly, pretty much. And these two guys make no, waste no time, and all they do is they just hurry up go up and they start stabbing the shit out of Tobolger. <laughs> they just come up and start, it's like a prison movie and he's getting shanked the fuck out. Like, yeah, <laughs> and uh, uh, this guy comes over, he comes and he stands close to the bars but not like within arm's reach and he's looking at you guys back and forth and he's speaking in some sort of language to these other guys. Now this guy... Uh, hold on one second. This guy over here does pretty much the same thing. He walks over and he's like talking back to him. Uh, is it what? Undercommon. No, it is not. It is okay. a completely different. Does anybody speak Elven? First of all, besides the Elf. Besides the Elf. Okay. You notice that it's like hearing a language that has the same root language. Okay. But the language itself is different enough that you don't really understand what they're what they're saying okay. can i make anything out or uh, no uh no and then i mean it, it, it only takes a little bit and then uh this guy here but oh. they're not they're not drow no they're not drow you can definitely and tell I know we asked drow. this like in like the first session of the of, of this yeah over. Mm -hmm. but that was silver wolf that uh, was uh right that wasn't uh yeah life. Because that's back when you guys first met uh, Zar and Smoke when you were when the uh, press game fanatics were in the uh, opportunists, not fanatics, uh, were in in the jail cell in that very first episode. Um, Zar and Smoke look looks just like these guys, you know, and they they don't look the same, but you can tell they're all the same race, whatever that is. And uh, uh, this guy over here that's in the in that what looks like purple and whatnot he he then speaks in uh it's a, it's a thickly like well is it you should not try to follow us it ends very bad for you and then he says something to over and all these other three guys all like start chuckling uh, insight. Uh, he basically made a, a joke. 
<laughs> a rude joke towards you guys that whatever it was, you know, so they're, they're just giggling about it. Uh, and then they all start, they all reach into their clothes and they pull out um, some sort of like either like a small crystal or something like that. And they chuck it at the ground and, you know, it's like that ninja smoke shit. And they throw it at the ground and it hits and it explodes. And then this purple smoke starts billowing up. And, Before and they disappear, them. he needs a wisdom save. Which one? Purple. As I tell him that he's the ugliest looking elf I have ever seen. <laughs> Let's see what happens to him. I gotta see what saving throws. I wanna try to okay. like memorize as much as I can about their features, particularly the guy in purple. Okay. All right, let's see here. Let's do this roll. Wisdom's not super great. Oh. He's very... <laughs> he's... Hurt he's by my words. He, like, he, like, squirts a little tear. <laughs> and then it... Fuck you! I know elves! Fuck elves! I know elves! He's like pissed. <laughs> and like this dude right here that's right next to him, he like comes and puts his oh. arm around him. He's like, hey man, it's okay. <laughs> I yell out because this guy, they're in the zone of truth. Uh-huh. I yell out, Oh, are you fey or fiends? Let's let me go ahead and uh uh make some more saves. That's a wisdom save, correct? For zone of truth? Charisma. Yeah. It's a charisma, charisma save. It is. I like it even more. Does it use my, uh, or does it use the okay. scroll? It used the scroll normally. Yeah. It would, the, the scroll's DC. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, if the scroll was created by one of the circle of eight, you'd assume the DC is impossibly high, like a 30. Yeah. But You yeah. would think, right? <laughs> but I, I'm still going to give it a high DC, so hold on a second. One. Two, three, four. Oh my goodness. One saved. But you don't know that, so you they're in the zone of truth. Ask you what was your question? I say Actually, what are you? Fay or fiend? As the caster he does know someone. He knows uh, who uh, succeeds. Oh, he does? Okay. Yeah. Um, only one of them succeeded. And you say, are you a fae or a fiend? Yeah. Is what you say? I say, who, what, what are you? Are you fae or fiend? One of, the, one of them, not the guy who's crying. <laughs> he's, still, <laughs> he's still distraught. Nobody goes, fae, fiend. Nah. Used to be. Maybe. Fae. No. We are never not fae no more. We are the... One more what question. are you? We we are the servants of the master. We come Who's from the, the realm. We come from the shadow place. And at that, the purple smoke envelops him at that point. And then you can you can shout another question if you wish. <laughs> Who is Where, the master? Where are you going now? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the smoke clears, and they're gone. 
Uh, I rush up. Can I reach Torvald through the bars? He actually fell down when he fell down from getting shivved. Uh, he fell down closer towards the bar so you could reach in and grab him. Okay, I'm going to first try, and I don't know if this will work, but I'm going to try it. Uh, first cast, um, just uh, spare the dying on him. I don't know if he's actually dead or not yet. Oh, he's he's dead. He's Cause still after, not dead. Yeah, because after your hit points are gone and they keep stabbing you like that, yeah, those okay, are failed okay, death okay. saves. That's fine. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have $300 worth or gold worth of diamonds on me. Um, yeah, that's but, not good. Uh, nope. Okay. Did he say never or never or neither? He said neither. Okay. You think. You're pretty sure he said neither. That's his, what I thought. Is a, a bad accent. Just making sure. So. Okay, so those guys are gone then. Alright, let me see if I'm right. Yeah, okay. So So uh, what ends up happening next is uh, you guys are basically just there. The, 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 that watch jailer that was over there eating a sandwich and whatnot, he's just kind of like <laughs> yeah, shocked at what just happened. He was like, uh. And uh, eventually... Um, Can I uh, just tell what spell that was that they used? Oh, to, to teleport? teleport? Yeah, was uh, a teleport spell or... Uh, go ahead and because there's like some residual magic and whatnot. Give me an arcana check. Let's see what kind of what kind of number you give me here. I'll help you out. Okay. So you get the help action advantage. Ooh. Yep. Uh, one more roll. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Working together, we figured it out. Yep. Teamwork. Um, That's the way to do it. Yeah. There was enough residual energy that you were able to discern that it wasn't really a teleport spell, even though it maybe appeared to have been. You think that was a dimensional transfer, sort of so like they, a, a they, different variation of like a, a dimensional door. So they went back to the shadow place is what I'm guessing. Possibly. It's a dis... I mean... Possible. I mean, they did say they were from the shadows, yeah. right? So, whatever the hell that means. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so um, you guys wait for a little bit. Um, it's probably like maybe 45 minutes. And then Warren um, uh, shows back up uh, with the inspector. Um, he's a little bit disappointed. But uh, he was afraid that something like this might happen. That's why he wanted you guys to uh, to question right away. And so he's very interested, and he, he sits down and he, and he talks with you and questions you at length and in great detail um, as far as what happened, what transpired. Um, and then basically after that's over, um, he says he, he tells all of you, thank you very much, but uh, he needs to take this information and... Uh, go talk to some other people and uh, perhaps that you guys would meet again. That he's basically jets out. It's gone. Now, um, the inspector uh, takes you to uh, his house. And at his house... Um, to who's, whose house? The inspector takes you uh, I thought she to was her a house. Woman. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say he? Her house. Yep. Yeah, he yeah, takes you to her house. 
and um, there, uh, there he is, uh, has dinner with you guys. And well, not dinner. He has like he takes you there for lunch. Uh, it also has an administrator uh, Talvin comes with him. So uh, you guys are all sitting around the table um, eating when uh, this conversation happens. And uh, it's the administrator that's doing the talking now. And the inspector's just kind of like turning the show over to him. So, well, um, uh, I want to thank you, gentlemen, uh, all for coming down. It's a uh, uh, you've done a lot of great work for uh, the Countess and the County in the past, and that's why we're hoping that you can continue this for us. Um, uh, as you can see, this is um, well, it's 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 unprecedented, really, and we've had this uh, something like this going on right under our noses, and well, we're not really happy about it at all. And uh, we would like you to try and find some more information for us. Is basically what we need. Uh, we were able to discern that the last group of those poor souls that were, uh, I always say poor souls, the poor individuals whose souls were taken from them were um, uh, being ready to be uh, sent to the stoic area of the bandit kingdoms and uh, uh, to, to meet up with a, a, a person by all names, Axebeak. I don't know what the hell that's supposed to be, but um, we would like you to go there. We would like you to go to Stoink and to try and find this axe beak and find out some more information for us about what the world is going on. Okay. Do you have any other names? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Um, we're pretty sure it's it's a code name, but we can't be <laughs> for sure. You know, I mean, it's it is the Bandit Kingdoms, and you know, it could be a nickname and not a code name if you know what I mean. Or I don't know. How long ago were these people sent there? Uh, no, 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 you misunderstand. The, the, the group that we were able to uh, apprehend was being going to be sent there. Um, oh. And they were supposed to meet with an a individual by the name of Axby when they got there. Um, we do have the particulars of where they were supposed to meet this person, though, so you'll be able to, you know, go and snoop around a little, or well, I don't know, I not to tell you gentlemen how to do your business, I'm sure you would know how to do something like that. Basically, find out some more information, and if you could, if you could capture this person and possibly bring them back so that we could interrogate them even properly here, especially after what just happened in, in, in the jail, in the, in the keep, that's it's unprecedented. And these people got through warrants that these... It's unfathomable what they were able to do. I mean, to kill one of our prisoners in our own cells. They moved very quickly. We uh, we had barely a chance to register. They were there before their work was done. I'm afraid, and I uh, I, I unfortunately can't raise people from the dead. Um, my my lord. But I got given... first blood. I got first blood. <laughs> um, I can make the corpse of Mr. Gurner stay fresher longer if you have someone who can. Re, you know, bring him back to life, resurrect well, him. His body's been taken into uh, by some others uh, uh, to be delivered to this uh, to, to the Starcoat himself. I, I think he has plans for it. Whatever it is, uh, I'm not sure. But I, I I'm, 
I'm sure he's got top people on it, but of course, yeah, I, I, I so, appreciate the offer. Of course, I wish we could have done more. Um, so this this Axe Speak fellow, um, this is the person we're looking for and who you'd like us to return to if possible. Is that correct? Yes. Do you feel, because uh, I have a slight concern that uh, this axe beak might be marked among these gray elves as a target as well. Uh, if we were to encounter them, I assume we could, I don't think we're going to get much out of them. <laughs> no, but uh, if, if you could capture some of them too, that'd be great. Or even bring back a body. Right. I mean, it's not the surest far way of getting information, but at least you, you try. Very well, gentlemen. For the honor of the Countess, and I slam my hand down at the table and say, the game is afoot! The Bandit <laughs> Kingdoms! Here, <laughs> here! Land. I know, right? Uh, okay. Well, we are a little bit early, but we are going to end the session there. Um, I mean, uh, we, we endured the people to no audio for a little while again. <laughs> you know, who knew that uh, unchecking mute was such a thing for me? Yeah. <laughs> like a, a whole crew, and you get sound guys. And right? See, I need people. So I need so. people. They thought it all happened. Yeah. I mean, I have enough problems trying to remember all these damn voices that are rolling around in my head doing this stuff, you know? <laughs> you know, the German well, guy I sounds mean, like a French guy, sounds like a Spanish guy. those voices, too. They do, because <laughs> otherwise, really, what do we have? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, hopefully it wasn't too long. I think it was just uh, maybe about five It was minutes. about 10 minutes or so. Was it about 10 minutes? Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't think it Yeah. I hope, hopefully it was, wasn't Anyway, so, so thanks hey. to Verona for letting us know. By the way, she was yes. the one who apparently was frantically trying to get us to realize and sent me a message via Facebook. Yes, yes, I know. Thank you, Verona. Thank you. Because none so, of us were looking at chat. So no, I guess. no, no, and, and that's you know that's one of the things too is like when when I'm. Uh, when I'm not uh, doing the producing, I have those other windows open and stuff, but to cut that on the yeah. train on the, on the computer, I don't usually, I don't have a lot of that stuff open so that it doesn't, you know. Yeah. I had it open on, on one of my phones, my personal phone, but it yeah. died. Oh, well, there you go. So, hey, Luckily, any... my burner was still working, so. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say thank you to everybody for watching this. This is 24, right? Yeah. Episode 24 yeah. of Return to the Bandit Kingdoms. And uh, uh, I hope you enjoyed our little detour into some of the other uh, things that are going on in the uh, in the storyline. And uh, I hope you enjoyed these uh, new characters. Um, we will be seeing them again next week uh, before we will be going back to see the TPK. Uh, oh, the, well, the Great Escape. There we go. Yeah, there, the greatest, there you go. The great escape from Kidmeats of our dear and favorite uh, 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 press gang opportunists. So, 
All right, it's everybody. weird playing someone who cares about other people. I know, right? Yeah. Is it? It's like I kept going. It's like the entire the, the entire time. It's like you guys would do something. I go, huh? The other guys would do that. And we work <laughs> together for the first time in twenty five years. Right? So. Uh, that was pretty impressive. It was. It, it wasn't was. the players. It was the characters all along. <laughs> right? And I wasn't was evil once. The best thing that could happen to us. Right. So Come good. back, kill I was together. <laughs> wasn't evil, wasn't creepy, didn't talk to yeah. dead people. I, I like Gag. I really like Gag. <laughs> I like Gag, too. Yeah, he's good. Uh-huh. All right. Hey, everybody, again, thank you for tuning in. We will catch you next Tuesday. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. in a magic house Raleigh fed her a dead mouse She was powerful beyond compare With her crazy fucking hair Telling stories in a creepy voice I had to follow her, we had no choice She loved everyone, all the men Not beholden to the duchy of tan Six and a half pounds of salads.